the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. So talk to the only people that I trust when investing in gold and silver. Legacy Precious Metals, you can find them at LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. You'll hear more from them in a few minutes. This story in the swimming pool sent shockwaves around the nation. As a reporter who covered Olympic swimming in both Rio de Janeiro uh, and then again in Tokyo last year in those uh, pandemic, the COVID Olympics, I'm very sensitive to the sport of swimming. All sports, really. That's what I grew up doing. That's what I spent the bulk of my life covering. When Leah Thomas became a biological, no, was a biological man who identified as a woman and was allowed to compete at the NCAAs against other women, I was shocked because it wasn't fair. It was blatantly unfair. But at that time, and even still now in some quarters, if you questioned it, you were called lots of names, homophobe, bigot, anti-LGBTQ, etc. When in fact, it had nothing to do with Leah Thomas and the life that she had chosen for herself. It had to do with fairness. We have Title IX for a reason. One of the most outspoken people on this topic has become Riley Gaines. She was a swimmer at Kentucky. She was nominated for NCAA Female Athlete of the Year. She was swimming at NCAA as a specialist in the 200 meter and a remarkable young woman. And she has been very public about her feelings on this topic. And I'm thrilled to tell you that when she joins us next, she'll tell you about her new job, what she's doing, and how she's continuing this fight and what she sees ahead. That's coming up next. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. It's funny, whenever I think of the name Riley Gaines, I can't help but think of my old colleague, Rowdy Gaines, who was also a swimmer and, a, and an Olympic gold medalist in the 100. Uh, Riley, I'm so glad to talk to you. There's no relation, right, between you and Rowdy Gaines? So actually, we are six cousins, first removed. <laughs> and I couldn't even tell you what that means or how we're connected. Um, yeah. But Rowdy's wife, um, she's actually super into genealogy. And so she did one of the little 23andMe type tests, and he came up to me actually at NCAAs this past March and said, you know, we are related. Oh, I've got that's... some ancestors in East Tennessee, apparently. So really funny. 
Oh, that is funny. It is. And so maybe that swimming genetic thing is, uh, is part of the DNA. Well, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you. You've just started a job at the Independent Women's Forum. Congratulations on that. Why was this a good landing spot for you, Riley? Oh my gosh. IWF has been just really fundamental these past couple months as really this whole issue has kind of come to light. They have given me a platform to continue to speak out on. Um, and their mission just aligns with mine in terms of who you're trying to reach. Um, of course, I've done a lot of different right-wing media hits. I've been on Fox News so many times, which is great. But I got to the point where I kind of felt like I was preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone I was talking to agreed with me. And so I wanted to make it my my mission to really broaden that audience. And so IWF reached out and they're to reach those people in the center, reach those people to the left um, of center and really educate them, um, inform them as to all these different issues that women are facing. And so that very aligned with my passions and what I am trying to accomplish. And so I think it's a fantastic fit and I'm excited for the future um, and all the strides we're going to continue to make um, improving women's rights. I mean, it's it's really amazing. As I said in my introduction of you, how you were an NCAA swimmer at Kentucky, just a, a, a tremendous career. I've had the good fortune of covering Olympic swimming events, both in Rio and the Tokyo Games. And I've I've been at camps where I've watched women and men swim in a you know next to each other in different lanes. I it, to me this this notion that you that women have fought for these rights to have their own category of sports at all levels for so long. And now suddenly some of you didn't get a place on the podium because of Leah Thomas. And I hate to just specify one person, but it really was one person. Right. Leah Thomas who came over from a men's swim team and said, I'm identifying now as a woman in spite of size, in spite of all the years of having, in spite of being born with different chromosomes, right. Than than women and jumping in the pool and taking taking awards, taking medals away from people. When you first heard about Leah Thomas and this, this development, what was your initial thought? So I first heard of Leah Thomas about November of last year. Um, it was about the middle of our collegiate season. Um, everyone was wrapping up their, their mid-season invites, which is typically where the fastest times thus far of the season will be posted. And so that's exactly what was happening. Um, I was ranked third in the country in the Tiernan Freestyle, which I had made it my goal to win a national title, and I knew I was in contention um, behind one amazing female athlete that I was very familiar with who was in second, and one female athlete I had never heard of before, and this was the first time I became aware of Leah Thomas. And so on paper, this was a girl from UPenn who um, – was a senior who came out of nowhere their senior year to post the fastest time in the nation in multiple events by seconds and seconds in swimming, as you know, is a lot. Um, This is a sport that's measured down to the hundredth of a second. So when I was looking at this, I thought how weird I've never heard of this person before. Um, And like most sports, your top tier athletes know of each other. And so I just thought it was so bizarre. Um, But a couple weeks after these nation leading times were posted by Leah Thomas. An article was posted disclosing that Leah Thomas was formerly Will Thomas and swam three years on the men's side. And so when I found that out, I was honestly, I was of course shocked, but I was quite relieved. 
Um, I was like, wow, okay, makes sense. Um, the NCAA would never allow this person to compete with us because, again, on paper, this is a biological man who was ranking in the 600s at best on the men's side. Um, all the facts are right there to see that this is blatantly unfair. The NCAA would never allow this to happen. Um, but of course, I was proven very wrong. Um, about three weeks before we competed this past March, the NCAA announced that Leah Thomas would be competing against the females. And when you heard that announcement, I, I can only imagine all the various things you began to think. Yeah. What were, what were some of them? Honestly, at first it was a bit of intriguement. I was like, what in the world? I have never seen something like this happen at this level. Um, I of course knew this was going to be groundbreaking in terms of the immediate or the media attention that it would draw in, which is something that swimming doesn't normally have. And so that it, there was kind of this sense of intriguement and curiosity, you know, what, would the locker room situation look like? Um, so there was initial curiosity. Um, but other than that, it was sheer shock. Because like I said, this is something that is blatantly obvious. Um, but I thought to myself, you know, maybe the NCAA, like this all happened really fast. Um, they didn't have enough time to adequately revisit these rules. Maybe they've been in place for, an ample amount of time. And so I checked up on it and the, the rules that allowed this to happen had been in place, I think since 2010. So 12 years. And so I thought, okay, you know, maybe this is something that just was sprung on them and they'll reassess and reevaluate and it won't happen again. Um, so I, I was trying to somehow and for some reason rationalize uh -huh. what was happening because to me and to every other female athlete at that meet, we saw, how blatantly wrong and unfair it was. And so I think we tried to make excuses for people, which now I realize how ignorant we were to do that. Oh, that's interesting. And we're going to pick up on that right after this break, how ignorant other people were. Riley Gaines is our guest back in one second. Often on this podcast, you will hear another voice chime in in the background. And that is a barking voice of my dog, Jersey. And I got a story to tell you. I adore this dog. He's 11 months old now. And recently I started giving him supplements. And I've already seen him change thanks to those supplements, all for the better. So why did I choose to add to Jersey's diet? Well, because they do the same thing to pet food that they do to most human food. They strip it of all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients your dog needs to be healthy. So imagine your pet suffering because of poor diet and not being able to express it to you, right? I know you want to avoid that. I do too. So I want to tell you about Longevity Formula from Paw Made. It's an all-natural health supplement for dogs made with 23 dog-friendly superfoods to keep your pup healthy and strong. Veterinarian-approved Longevity Formula boosts nutrient intake, protects against toxins, and guards against premature aging. And that's important because aside from poor diet, toxins like pesticides, mold, and air pollution can all harm your little pup's health. But Longevity Formula contains special toxin-fighting nutrients to protect your dog so they can live a long and happy life right by your side. Right, Jersey? It's right behind me. Now, these include premium quality superfoods like organic mushrooms, kelp, goji berry, two kinds of probiotics, and many more. 
And now there's a limited time offer exclusively for listeners of Sideline Sanity. For every purchase of the longevity formula, you'll receive a free bottle of pomade's hip and joint formula too. Now to claim your offer, go to pawmade.com slash sideline, pawmade.com slash sideline, or call them at 833-PAW-MADE, P-A-W, like their little paws, made. That's P-A-W-M-A-D-E.com slash sideline, or call 833-PAW-MADE. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Okay, so Riley, I'm imagining you and all of your teammates and you're heading to NCAAs and you're thinking this is going to be interesting and I'm sure this is a one-off and, you know, all of the rest. And the NCAA surely can't see this as being fair like most of us were believing. And then you just said a minute ago, you found out how wrong you were. What was sort of the wake-up aha moment of, oh my gosh, this is this is crazy? So there was a lot of those, but for me, in realizing how the NCAA was encouraging this, it was when the NCAA nominated Leah Thomas for NCAA Female Athlete of the Year, Woman yeah. of the Year. Yeah. That, to me, really showcased that this isn't something that just happened by chance. This isn't something that slid through and happened and they'll reevaluate and it won't happen again. This is something they're celebrating. This is something they're encouraging. They're using Leah Thomas to push the narrative of inclusivity and all of these things they preach on, um, which I want to add, I think it's ironic that the NCAA loves to use the word equity, but I want to throw a dictionary at them. <laughs> Do they know what equity means? Because clearly not. Um, but when Leah Thomas was nominated for this award, which is the highest collegiate honor for females, this is an award that encompasses, of course, your athletic achievements, but also your academic achievements, your service, your leadership, your character, all of these certain, these different aspects that is what makes someone successful in more than just their sports. And so it's a huge honor. And so I found out I was nominated from my university. Um, each university gets one um, nominee. And so I'm looking at this. We have the number one WNBA draft picked um, coming from the University of Kentucky. We have a world record track star, Abby Steiner. We have so many amazing female athletes. And so when I was nominated, I was just ecstatic. Um, I truly just felt so humbled. But then they released a list of all the nominees. And when I saw Leah Thomas's name on that list, it just devalued the award to me. Um, it made me feel silly for essentially dedicating my whole life to an organization like the NCAA. Um, you work tirelessly at the collegiate level. We're swimming six hours every single day. Um, but to have them turn their back on you and turn their back on what title nine was created to protect, yes. it's a slap in the face. And that's, that's the point I truly felt like I was being mocked and that I was ignorant forever, truly believing the NCAA believed in equity. 
as you've had time away from this and since all of this has happened, how has your outlook on the NCAA changed, if at all, from from that moment of saying, wow, you've just belittled this award because you've turned it into something that's more symbolic or woke or whatever you want to call it, that you are going to nominate Leah Thomas uh, above and outside of all of these deserving actual biological women. Yeah, they're biologically female. So, I mean, right. just, it, right. I understand that feeling from you, that sense that, hold on a minute, I've just been nominated for something. And so is this guy. I Now it's right. she goes by she. I respect that. I have no problem with that. But for so many years, he competed as he and didn't do all of the things. And again, as you said, Title IX was designed to protect women and give them equal status on campuses, on college campuses, and really everywhere to compete in a way that was fair to them. This was not fair. So, so have you, how have you processed it since then? It's interesting. I always tell my husband, I wish I could go back to being naive because it was just easier when your brain wasn't thinking all the time about these things. And so I truly think the NCAA is like a lot of large organizations um, like the IOC and like FIFA, um, like the Ivy League, I think they're just caving into the demands of today's woke fads. Um, of course, they follow where the money is. Um, Mark Emmert actually released a statement saying that their decision to allow this to happen was deeply um, based in science um, and medical professionals. But I would love to find a medical professional, um, especially one who specializes in sports science, who is willing to say that men and women have no difference. Um, even with hormone suppression, there are certain things right. that will never be mitigated. Of course, you see the obvious things like your height and your, your limb size, your, your heart size, your lung size. And I know it sounds silly, but in swimming, your throat size matters. Um, and men have a 40% larger throat than women. And so... There's so many little things like that that contribute to success that even with hormone suppression will never be right. diminished. That that is a st and that's science. <laughs> that is that is science. Right. And so when the NCAA doubled down saying that they were deeply rooted in science, I, to me, I'm like, no, you're not. You're just saying that because, of course, that's what mm -hmm. the people want to hear. People want to know that these decisions are rooted in science, but that's not what drove them to doing what they did. Um, it's money and it's, it's not wanting to be labeled as certain things like transphobic and hateful and a bigot, but does it make you a transphobic, hateful bigot to understand that women deserve equal opportunities and fairness and safety and privacy? Short answer is no, um, no, it does not so, make you a homophobe or a bigot. And, and that's, <laughs> right. and of course, that is the answer of people on that side because they know it'll just shut up the, the conversation. They'll shut down debate. People will be afraid of being labeled those things. And that's why I admire you for putting that fear aside. And even if it's uncomfortable for you to be willing to say, uh, I'm not buying this. And a lot of us aren't buying this. And that doesn't make us bigots. I want to come back with you in our final segment and just get a, your, your viewpoint of the future and, and where you think things are going right. from here. So more with Riley Gaines right after this. 
So a little birdie recently told me that the Fed is saying, uh, don't look at 2023 so much, but in 2024, rates are going to start to come down. Inflation is going to start to come down. Well, what does that tell you about 2023? They don't want you to think about it because the indications are that inflation could reach double digits. Now, what does that mean for you and your savings and all of those things? Well, it means that this is a good time to look at gold and silver as an investment in your portfolio, however you want to integrate it into your financial life. And the only company I trust when it comes to gold and silver is Legacy Precious Metals. Now, you can find them at LegacyPMInvestments.com. And I can tell you this, that what we're living through right now reminds a lot of people of 2008. And for those of you that remember that, well, folks who invested in gold saw significant increases. They gained. And those who didn't, well, some of them lost their retirements. So while there is still time to augment your your retirement funds, whatever your investments are, your overall portfolio, call Legacy Precious Metals so you're not on the outside looking in again, so that you're ahead of this and you're taking care of your long-term investments by giving them that hedge against inflation and protection against the weakening dollar. Gold is worth the same everywhere you go. The dollar, not so much. All right, here's how you get them. You can call them today at 866-528-1903, 866-528-1903, or download their free investor's guide. Learn what you need to learn at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. All right, Riley, it's, I, I, sometimes I get the feeling that, okay, people are coming around. They're going to get this. They're going to understand and, and they're going to put their fears aside and they're going to stand up for what's right. And other times I see another company going quote unquote woke and caving and all of that stuff. And I think what is going to end this? Cause it is kind of insane. It's kind of madness. Some days I feel like I wake up and I'm just getting punked again and again. Right. And, 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 all of these amazing women that I know that compete in sports deserve their chance to compete in sports in a way that is fair. And so what do you, what do you look ahead at that, that, that encourages you and what, what makes you nervous? You know, I think with these, this, all of the gender ideology stuff that's been happening, especially amidst the whole election cycle and things like that. Um, and not just in sports, look at what's happening within the education system. Yeah. There's a couple things in life you don't mess with. And I think one of those are people's kids. Um, <laughs> and so I, I truly, maybe this is me being naive again or being overly hopeful, but I think people are starting to wake up. Parents don't want their, their young daughters sharing a locker room with a 6'4 biological man who still has his male parts. Um, mm. And at that is still active and attracted to females. Don't want that. And I don't care where you fall in the political spectrum. Um, it's something that reaches across to both sides. And so I, I truly feel like with everything that's happening and going on in schools and drawing this media attention, people who generally won't be your person to speak up 
or won't be your overly political person. I, I truly am hopeful they will start using their voice and exercising their rights to free speech um, and saying how they feel. And I, I, I truly feel like that um, because majority of this country can see the unfairness and injustice that's occurring, not just to female athletes, but to women in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's offensive when you have someone who is a biological male acting like he knows what it is to be a woman um, and what womanhood looks like and motherhood and all of these terms that are for biological women. Mm-hmm. Um, women aren't okay with that. And so I'm truly hopeful women will start, not just women will start speaking up. I think our country um, will start using their voice in protest. This notion of inclusivity is interesting to me because, and I say that very diplomatically, I have seen some female athletes, maybe they are gay or part of the LGBTQ community, and they stand up for someone like Leah Thomas and say, we've got to be inclusive and allow them to compete. No one wants to stop Leah Thomas from competing, right? I mean, there's got to be a a way to make this work. Right. Totally agree. And I, I think that's why I'm motivated because we all want the same thing. Everyone in this fight fairness. Everyone wants chances of athletic success and opportunities. Um, And no one's trying to limit anyone from that. So if we all want the same thing, why can't we find a solution? Um, And I believe there's a a solution out there that will ensure those things for everyone. Um, Because bottom line, that's what sports are about. I don't think anyone should be denied athletic opportunity. I've given me so much in terms of how I feel comfortable sharing my convictions. Um, without sports and the leadership roles that I've been given over my time, I wouldn't be here talking about this. And so I don't think anyone should be denied all of the the benefits of what it means to be on a team and compete. Um, and so there's a solution out there, but we need to work together to find it. And I think it's crucial. Um, I very much broaden my perspective and who I talk to about this issue. I want to talk to these trans athletes. I want to figure out what can we do to make this work, to ensure mm-hmm. that women have privacy. We have our sports. We are able to compete safely. Mm-hmm. We deserve that. But mm-hmm. how can you continue to compete and feel comfortable as well? And I, I think that's something that as a society we need more of. Um, there's just so much division across the political spectrum. And I think this, of course, becoming a political issue has not helped in terms of finding a solution, but that's what I'm committed to. Um, and that's what I'm going to continue speaking out about. I'm so glad you have landed where you have, Riley, with the Independent Women's Thank Forum, you. that you are going to be a face and a spokesperson for this. I can't think of a better opportunity for you. And so we'll keep in touch with you because this is this matters a lot to me. I have a daughter. Right. I, I was born in the Title IX generation. My dad was all about it. It's finally girls get to participate right. in a way that they hadn't before. And it's, it's pretty simple. It's, it's, it's about fairness. And so um, congratulations. And thank, thank you. you so much for being willing to share all of this. And we'll continue to, to keep up with you, Riley. Awesome. Of course, thank you for the opportunity to shed light on this issue that so many people need to be educated about. Um, I really, really appreciate it. No question. We're going to continue to do that. She is Riley Gaines. I'm Michelle Tafoya. This is Sideline Sanity. And like Riley, be brave and do good. Thanks for listening. 
Happy to talk once again with Charles Thorngren, the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. You know, I think it still is confusing to people, uh, some people, uh, as to why a precious metals investment would be a worthwhile one, particularly at this time when they're thinking, I'm doing all I can to put gas in the car. Why is now a particularly good time? And we'll go from there to how small of an investment is worthwhile for someone. You know, great question. And I think the the importance of why really comes into the fact that we have to save for ourselves, whether it's a little here, a little there, whether it's making it a plan and putting out so much paycheck, whether it's making sure we fund our retirement account. We have to realize we are responsible for ourselves in the long run. <laughs> you mean that no one else is going to ride up and save us, you know, on some white steed? It ain't going to happen. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. You know, that, and anyone who's promising to do that is getting ready to take advantage of you in some form or fashion. Yeah. And so so if if I'm an investor, a potential investor, and I'm looking at legacy precious metals and I'm saying to myself, yeah, I, I, this sounds smart. I don't have a lot to spend. What would you tell that person? I would say, do what you can. If you never start, you never get there. So the most important step you can take is saying, I'm going to take care of myself and my family. I'm going to make it a plan. I'm going to take action. I'm going to start in the way that's comfortable for me. That's the important thing. The first step is always the hardest. But once you take that first step, the second step is easier. And then you're moving. And then once you're in motion, it's hard to stop you. So that first step, most important step. I always tell people they can call and talk to an IRA expert or, or check out the, the guide that they can download for free, the investor's guide. What, what is the number one question that you get from people who are first-time investors? The biggest question I get, is this right for me? That is the question. And that comes from everyone. So so everyone's asking the same, is this right for me? And yet we're all so unique. And, and yet it, it is a sound investment for just about any portfolio, isn't it? It is. We, even though we're all unique, that uniqueness is going to tailor the way we begin the investment. Okay. But we're all in the same situation. That's the one thing I think we seem to forget in today's society. Whether you agree with somebody or not, we're in this together. America is in this transition that we're in right now. We're dealing with the same issues. Some people like them, some don't, but we're all in it together, right? So the need is the same. How we prepare and how we invest is what changes from person to person, but we all have that same need. It's a great point. And again, I encourage people to, to, to just make the call, pick up the phone. That step is always the hardest. I'm not sure why that is in any kind of effort that you make in life, whether it's weight loss or exercise or investing some way to better your life. It always seems like that first hurdle is, is the challenge. Uh, but when they call, who, who are they going to talk to? Who, what, what's going to be on the other end of the line for them? Great question. You're, you're going to speak with one of our customer representatives and their job is not to sell you metals, right? We have a much different approach. We're going to answer all your questions we're going to show you what options you have. And on the rare occasion, this isn't right for you. We're going to say this probably isn't right for you. Um, we have a gold company here, but you know, I, I say it all the time. What we actually deal in is customer service. We want each and every individual that calls to get the answers they need to be able to make the decision that's right for them. And we want to do that in a way that's not pushy. That's not salesy. 
And that's what makes my team so special. We care about each and every caller. And we're going to show you what options you have, and then you get to make an informed decision. So don't be afraid of the phone call. It's the best thing you can do. And this is why I am so honored and I feel privileged to be sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. They're the ones that I'm going to deal with. And I encourage you to pick up the phone, give them a call, even easier. Go check out their their guide. It's a free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. But as you said, Charles, pick up the phone. You're going to talk to someone who can answer your specific questions and get Get the ball rolling. Get get started. Do something that is a long-term play for your family's benefit. Charles, it's always great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's always great to be here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.